we doing we're cold dude it's frozen here so pa is like back and forth we get a little cold but then it gets a little warmer so i don't know what bipolar dude i don't know i, I, just... I don't know what to think <laughs> same here it um well also i was in san diego for this last week and that was nice okay and cool. then got back here walked out of the airplane cold as shit over there it was like 70 degrees, 60 degrees. Here it's like 15 degrees. So I'm like, oh my god. bro. <laughs> well, at least you got to hit the warm weather for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were we were both out there in Cali for a couple of days. I was only there for a couple of days, but it was really nice. What were you guys up to? We went to LA. Um, some of the artists that we work with, Thai Guys and Death Code. They played cool. at Exchange LA, so we wanted to go oh, okay. and support. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, have you been fun. to that venue yet? I have not. I've only been, I haven't really been to any big shows or like the main venues in LA. Like I've been there mm-hmm. a few times, but um, I haven't been back since 2018 or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's it's been a while. Yeah, I actually went to um, whatever. What was this place? I guess it was like the gas. Is it Gas Lamp Killer? Uh, the artist. He used to run some night in in L.A. at some like kind of hole in the wall kind of. I don't know. It was like really cool venue. But I went there with um. I don't know if you're familiar with Holly, H O L L Y. I don't think so. He's been on like Deadbeats and uh, a few other labels like that, but uh, he like took me there. Um, he's like based out of, well, he's from Portugal, but he's um, brothers with DJ Ride. Have you okay. ever heard of DJ Ride? But uh, yeah. Lots of new names so, here. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like much, taking not... notes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check their music out. They're both insane artists. Um, but yeah, so I don't have too much experience uh, in the LA scene. Mm-hmm. yeah it was my first time there too I actually really liked it like for some reason the city was empty though I think it was because of Thanksgiving really? uh, okay yeah mm-hmm. I feel like still the major cities like people are still going to be there to party and go to shows and stuff yeah. like that but exchange seems really dope I've definitely seen the videos it's like get the hype mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. someday I'll be there <laughs> I know I really want to go to academy that's the one with the leds on the ceiling Have on the, seen that yeah one? yeah mm-hmm. I've seen that that's it. I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like where everyone is. Isn't um Ghost in Real Life out there as well? Yeah, she's yeah. out there. Uh, I know, like, so Richie Black Sheep's out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know him Jeannie? and like, Lee Rose. Jeannie's out there now. Sippy, um, Riot, they're all dude, out there. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> We Rose, mm-hmm. Bad Habit. Um, my friend Josie Hazo. just moved out there. <laughs> everyone. What the hell? Why aren't we yeah. there? <laughs> I know. It's I'd funny because I'd rather stay in Denver, if I'm being honest. I've always <laughs> so I was actually born like an hour north of LA. I lived there for like okay. three months and then moved. Um I moved to San Antonio and then moved to Pittsburgh. And that's where I grew up before going to Philly. 
Um, so I've always had like, oh, I'll move out to LA someday and or maybe Denver. And I don't know, as I've gotten older, like I'm about to be 30. Mm-hmm. Aren't we all? Ooh, dirty 30. It, it's like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of not the furthest thing from my mind, but it's it's definitely, I don't necessarily have these ambitions of moving across the country anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's intimidating to just move in general. Like my lease is up in January at the end of January and I still haven't decided what the hell I want to do. So I'm just it's, like, it's, I'm like, I don't know what to do. You know, it's a lot. It's tough. And some of these pl- markets can be super lucrative moving out there as an artist mm-hmm. or like what you guys are doing. Um, it, But at the same time, it's like you can also do it anywhere, but it is like, like that's kind of my experience in Philly. There's so many artists there. There's like lots of shows. There's lots of opportunities. And it's just kind of helps with networking, making mm-hmm. friends, making music with other people. So it's like there's pros and cons, but Philly was definitely like huge for me, I would say, in starting my career. Because I, I left. I went to go to school there in 2012. So I went to Temple. Oh, okay. And so that's okay. why I came from Pittsburgh. And so I'm actually back in Pittsburgh now. Um, oh, shit. I it's when? Am, I, April. So um, I it was like, it was right before I um, came out and played Denver with uh, with Afterthought. Oh, yeah. And we mm-hmm. when we all met up. Uh, and thank you guys for coming to the show. I appreciate of course, that. Of course. <laughs> um, I... Am in my starving artist phase where I said, Mom, Dad, can you give me a year or so? And I just want to like just do mm-hmm. music and try and make it happen. So it's been really nice, honestly. Uh, I have like all my family back here. So it's been really nice getting to be with them a lot because mm-hmm. I was totally like, I was in Philly for 10 years and I was totally like, I'd come here like two or three times a year and be here for like two or three days and see everyone for just like, a second you know so mm-hmm. I definitely felt a little disconnected and it's been really nice to reconnect with everyone um and I have a couple of nieces and they are the best so it's been really nice no shame in that honestly <laughs> like you got to be on your feet first especially in music too I feel like people underestimate like how much rent costs and like the cost of living when you move to LA too like even Denver cost of living yeah. dude if you're if you're not making like four grand a month like get out you can't even live here you know it's, it's really tough and even Philly I, I would say still affordable in certain areas but I was always paying in between 800 and a thousand just for rent and I always had at least one to multiple roommates um and basically I have I went to school for marketing and advertising and so I've been working different jobs whether it was a marketing agency or freelancing for different companies and stuff like that up until this January this past January and that was kind of I basically just lost a client not really anything on like what I did, but it's just, I was working for these CBD companies and it's not the easiest industry to be in, but it's also can be pretty lucrative, but yeah, um, I had separated from them and that was what kind of posed me moving home. And I was just like, things are starting to happen. I've put so much time into this. This is what I want. It's what mm-hmm. I've always wanted. And I know I still have so much longer to go, but that's why I was like, okay, I feel comfortable in a place right now to ask to, you know, come home for a little bit, 
you know, I've been touring a decent amount, traveling, so I'm not really in my parents' hair or anything like that. So I, I didn't feel like I was going to come home and just be like doing nothing um, right. or like it kind of appearing that way. I, you know, I don't know, because I always feel like you always got to be working. You but, do. Um, mm-hmm. Very blessed sad. for the opportunity. <laughs> Dude. Like, yeah. we, we all need to take more breaks, especially myself. Like I was just talking yes about it. It's like, we're so overworked, you know, but you kind of like, I'm not going to say you have to be to be successful, but like you get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is just what like me and my manager were talking about. Like last week, he was just like, everyone who just works their butts off and just works as hard as they can, like they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. I think in society right now, where I think a lot of people, this is just how I feel. It's like, if I'm not doing something or not writing a song or making some sort of progress in my career i'm like oh my gosh am i like failing am i not doing something Mm -hmm. like i I don't feel good or you know anything along those lines where i think everyone's really hard on themselves and you need to be especially like what you guys are doing what i'm doing we're all running our own businesses so it's like in that it's you've seen the memes probably where they're like I want to go work for myself. And then now I'm working 24 hours a day. Literally. (laughs) Or like, have you seen like those funny videos where like someone walks into the room and they're like, uh, running a business be like, and then the person hops into bed and then their alarm goes off within like two seconds. Like, I've got to go to work Yeah, (laughs) for like two seconds. (laughs) It's what it is. It's, it's what it is. And I know you guys are working separate jobs on top of everything you're doing with dubstep FBI. So it's, you guys get it more than most. And that's, that's why I think I'm feeling it a little more hard now that I'm home and I'm just doing music where Mm -hmm. I like, I will give myself the breaks, but I'm, I try to be like, come on, this is like a specific amount of time that you don't have to worry about, you know, most bills like rent and stuff like that. So there's a balance, but we all do need a break. And I think, you know, we don't need to be as hard on on ourselves all the time. Honestly, like I, like I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've been hearing more and more often that modern science is telling us that rest is obviously the most important piece, like finding time to exercise or meditate, Mm -hmm. finding time for yourself, or just take a vacation, whether that means just taking time off work, going for walks, like doing a weekend getaway. So like lately I've been forcing myself to take my Sundays off. Like literally I'll even tell Chrissy like, Hey, I'm not working today. Like We'll get mm-hmm. to this tomorrow, but like Sundays are my rest days. Like I'm not going to do anything. Oh, and <laughs> we're just it's... gonna, yeah, we're just gonna relax. We're just gonna, as I say, we're, we'll do pin nothing. it for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's and that's it's like that's so good, and I think it's just hard to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to shut off. There's so many demand, especially in our industry. It's things are happening at all hours of the day. Um, but I'm happy to hear that you've been able to carve that time out. Uh, I think exercise, like you said, is also Mm -hmm. huge. Um, that's something I try to do at least four or five times a week. Um, I've been super on my run game for about a year and a half now. Nice. Um, trying to add a little more like workout stuff into it and, um, yoga and meditation. I used to be on yoga, like before Mm -hmm. the pandemic, I was doing, um, hot yoga in Philly about like two, three times a week. And that was awesome. Um, but then my like studio shut down for COVID and they didn't reopen. And then I just kind of had a hard time getting back into it. Uh, and I feel like for me in the yoga, it's like, I really enjoy the studio and going and being a part of a community there. 
Mm -hmm. um, which that was cool for me because it was the first time I was like a part of a community that was like not dubstep or yeah. partying or college or friends. And it was, it was just really refreshing. Yeah. Um, so I definitely recommend <laughs> the exercising to anyone. That's the um, other thing too, that Chrissy and I were talking about recently, like over these last few weeks that like, we should be doing things outside of dubstep, <laughs> like go, totally. get, get involved in communities that don't involve dubstep <laughs> or like make friends that are not in the dubstep scene, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> like Literally. have different things to talk about instead of just rail breaking, headbanging music. You know? <laughs> uh, it's like dubstep is my personality at this point, <laughs> which right? like, I mean, I have, we have businesses in it, but like dude, I need to like step out. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. It's important. And I think along with what we were saying before of just like, with the, we own our own businesses. You have to go, go, go. That can be part of like a burnout is like, mm -hmm. you know, one, just working so hard, but two, like not being like outside of that community or taking that Sunday for yourself or just having whatever hobbies or outlet that is not headbanging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. Burnout is a good word for it. And that's why I'm really, really looking forward to the holidays, actually. Like, it's just a really good excuse to not do anything and to just refresh and recharge and like eat really well and be with your family. Like, I'm just really looking forward to Christmas because I'm going to take that whole week off, hopefully. You deserve it. Both you. of you do. We, we all, all do. do. <laughs> <laughs> do dude. And everyone that's listening too. Yes. Everyone deserves it. Everyone, Everyone needs who's to take listening. that time off. <laughs> Whatever Exercise. is on your to-do list, it can wait. Yeah. 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 And also too, like we're so like, there's moments where like things can get very, very stressful and I'm just, or like we can get mad about something and it's like, if it's not going to matter in five years, then do not stress over it. Yeah. Even, well, that's an interesting point. Like I've kind of been, I heard someone say something a little more like short term or it was just even like something's going on or you have an issue whether it's a person or a thing going on it's just like take a day take mm -hmm. a few hours you know we all feel things and all take different things to heart or take them different ways so it's like especially in business you know like for me this is my life like it's like it's my business but it's like so it's just ingrained in me so I, i'm a very like can be an emotional person and i take things personally so it's mm -hmm you have to kind of separate that stuff or like, okay, cool. I'm not going to answer this or I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I'm going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to go on a run or do, you know, anything like that. Cause I feel like sometimes you can be very quick to react in certain situations to whatever it is. And, you know, we all need a little time to digest things. Totally. Yeah. I love that. That's a good, that's a good entry point into mm -hmm. all the rest of the music stuff that we perfect <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of music so last we saw you was at lost land so what exactly have you been up to like what's been going on with your um, project ever since then so first of all last land is just amazing um i was so thankful to come back for my second year um excision subsidia the whole team like endless thanks to them mm -hmm. uh it's been so crazy. I mean, from the first, like I was on the first drop, I think two years ago, or maybe almost yeah. three now. The night where call. that, yeah, where well, I was mm -hmm. on like two of them. Okay. Um, but that was all like, I've had Excision's email for a couple years prior to that, and was kind of just waiting mm -hmm. for the right time, and it was a well-timed email. And I think I got a response from like a couple demos I sent to him. Like a week later, he was like 
what he say? He was like, yo, he's like, I love the track. He, he goes, I would love to sign these to a project I'm working on. He goes, let me know if you're interested with a, mm. with a winky face or something. I'm like, Ooh. it was like midnight <laughs> in Philly. I'm like with my friends watching a movie or like, I don't know, drinking wine or something. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God. Excision emailed me. Holy crap. Oh Excision my God. dropped a winky. I, been, I, <laughs> tried, I know. Just super <laughs> casual for him. You know, it's yeah. like when it's like, it's excision. Like yeah. that was like the second, <laughs> he's one of like the first artists I was ever listening to. And I think I saw him in 2011 in Pittsburgh and he was opening up for Mastercraft. If you guys remember them. And he was on a fold out table what? with like an L you could see his feet. There was like the production behind him was an led wall that was just dots. So there it was no pictures or anything. I mean, this is a while back, but it was like, <laughs> So and like I think I referenced that like in the first email I sent to him, but yeah. So they, that has been huge for my career. Um, it's really put me out there, and I've even this year coming back to Lost Lands, I really felt the love all around the festival. I was getting stopped all the time from people I had no idea who they were, and I think those are moments where you're like, okay, like something's happening and something's like clicking and working here. When people mm -hmm. are really, they know you, they recognize your face, your music, they're mm -hmm. psyched to come talk to you. So that's my subsidiary spiel. But um, so since then, I guess that was September. Uh, I guess I've kind of slowed down in terms of shows after that. I just played um, with Getter in Philly. Uh, I was going to ask, October. are you wearing a Getter shirt? This is not a Getter shirt. This is... Um, I have to shout out this kid. I don't know his name, but he's called Dr. Dies on Instagram. Oh, okay. And he gets like the most amazing, like thrifted shirts of anything from old cartoons to brands and video games and stuff. And he does awesome tie dyes on them. They're like washout tie dyes. I just got my sister. So I, I am obsessed with Avatar The Last Airbender and like everything in that yeah. universe it's like my favorite i've seen it a million times but i've never got, seen it i just got her oh my gosh you have to watch it it's so it's so wholesome and like there's a lot of life lessons in there it's really good okay like i'll show my kids that if i ever have kids someday is how i feel about it but just got mm -hmm. my sister some awesome avatar hoodie from him for her birthday so have to shout him out um That's so but cool. so they're all custom pieces yeah, so I think he goes in thrift shirts and then he does his like it's not like a traditional tie-dye. It's like more like you can see it's like a I think a they're called like more of a yeah, like a bleached, it's some sort of wash, I think mm -hmm. they call it, or something like that. But uh so no, not a getter shirt. Okay. I do I do have a getter shirt. Because <laughs> we were talking about excision, so I was like, Are you rocking getter right now? Like what's the Yeah, deal? you know what? <laughs> I um I'm not gonna play into the <laughs> to the whole beef, but um, I actually, so I kind of know him. Um, basically, I went to high school with Nick Coletti here oh, in wow. Pittsburgh, what? and um, that's big. So then his <laughs> one big deal, <laughs> his one best friend in high school. I was um really good friends with his older brother, but then his best friend came to Temple, and we were friends the whole time. And so around like the Saw Dude era. Every time they would um, get her was in Philly, we would all hang out, go to dinner, go to the show, like all that stuff. So I like talked to him briefly after the show and I was like, hey, like, I don't know if you remember me. I'm like Nick and Eli's friend. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, were you just playing? I was like, yeah. That's and it was so kind of cool. like ended after that. But yeah, I was like, oh, 
<laughs> fangirling. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I definitely get nervous in those situations. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but just, you know, if I don't have a, like I have a rapport with him, but it's been a while. Yeah, um, no, but you're always like, going to get nervous when someone that big is around you. Like I was just super like, nervous. I'm that type of person too. I'm just like, <laughs> like yeah. my one tour manager is always like, why are you so nervous? Like, stop it. Like, it's like, you're fine. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't want to come off as like, I'm a fan though. Cause I'm actually a colleague, you know? Absolutely. And there's yeah. like a fine, I mean, you know, and I think for us, we're clearly not going to act. We know how to not act the fan way, but you never know how it's going to be recepted on the other mm-hmm. end and what kind of day they had, where they're at, who they are. So, you know, it's always like treading the line and seeing what's going on there. Yeah. Like we had the opportunity to say hi to John Summit multiple times. Oh my and gosh. I, I wimped out on that because I was like, <laughs> he's being surrounded by so many people and like, I don't want to deal. I don't want to scream in his ear. Yeah, like at the Lost Lands uh, main stage, he was literally standing right next to us in that middle section in the divider where like the all access area is. Like he was literally standing right next to us multiple times, and there's people on the rail, like in the crowd, calling him over for selfies. And like there were moments where I was just like, I want to say hi to him. I want to say hi to him. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Like you probably could have, but like that's exactly what what I would have done. I'm like, okay, no, I'm gonna like I'm gonna win. Like it's like if you're meant to. It's going to happen at some yeah. point, whether it's this festival, the next festival or whatever. And that's kind of my outlook on it, uh, yeah. especially with like a John Summit who is, oh my God. you know, yeah, super was, hot right or, now. <laughs> or even like, for instance, like for with Welcome Records, like there's big artists that we sign and they know what Welcome Records is, but they yeah. don't, they, pro- they most likely don't know the team that's behind it. So it's yeah. always weird when you like see them and like, I never really know how to introduce myself because I'm like, hey, like. I'm one of the girls that helped with your track rollout. Like, hi. I think that's fine, though. I feel like well, at least I I would be absolutely receptive to that. Once again, like I was saying, it's like you never know what you would yeah. hope someone who you've worked with like that, with label releases, everything like that, would be yeah chill or at least have that conversation, you know. But yeah, I just always feel like different. awkward. I just feel like I'm bothering them. That's always yeah. I always feel that that I'm bothering them or like yeah. I'm interrupting them. I don't know why. <laughs> It's okay though. And I think it's a good lens to have, you know, but at the end of the day, we're all human and they're not going to be down to talk to you. Like when you're like working with them yeah. or like they might, they might like the interaction is where it's like, eh, whatever, you know, yeah. kind of move forward from there. It's just kind of part of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. But so, yeah, I guess, so the, the music kind of after Lost Lands, I basically, I'll take you back to before Lost Lands because I've had like a really busy summer, I would say mm-hmm. more than like it's kind of died down a little after that. And I've had a few releases and stuff like that. But um, basically, I think I did about eight dates in a row this summer. Um, we did. Um, well, I was supposed to do Philly twice this summer, um, Philly to start that run of shows. And then I got covid. So then it went, I I did Boston, Tampa, Vegas, Charlotte, uh, a festival in Maine, then Elements Festival. And then I was supposed to play with Getter in Philly that weekend of Elements. So I played Elements on Friday and then was going to play Philly on Saturday. And I think it was his note some something was going on medical wise. I forget what, what, but that got 
canceled again or postponed to October to when it did happen. Um, and then in September we did, I had, um, I played in Delaware, we played Lost Lands and I played somewhere else. It's escaping my mind. So July through September was a lot. And it was, you know, basically I just have a manager. And then one of my best friends is my tour manager. Uh, my manager is Josh Unlocked, Josh mm-hmm. Rosina. If you guys are familiar with Unlocked Presents, it's yep. like Eric Quadrado, Dimitri. Um, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher his last name, but it's like Lazarus or something like that. <laughs> He's going to kill me. Are they <laughs> a Pennsylvania based or what? They is are Philly. Philly. Okay. So, um, but yeah, what I was going to say is just basically we put all that together from people, promoters I know and both of them know. So it was like, I was really happy with everything that happened um, on those shows. Some of them were small. Some of them were really big. Like I played at the Ritz in Tampa, which that was the biggest one of the summer. It was huge and was just, I mean, Tampa goes so hard in that venue. The Ritz is, is, yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) Um, So yeah. So since then, um, what do we do? So we just dropped, I just dropped my collab with St. Miller on mm-hmm. Subsidia. Uh, it was like two weeks ago. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of St. Miller. Um, I hadn't until you dropped that collab. Yeah, so he is, um, he lives in South Korea, I believe. So he is, oh, wow. yeah, so he's out there. He's been in the States a little this summer. Uh, I know he's about to be in Nashville to play on a sudden death show in like a week, I believe. Um, but check his stuff out. He's collabing with everyone. We have another collab we're working on right now. Um, and yeah, just super fire artist. Um, so we dropped that basically next week I'm dropping new merch. Uh, mm-hmm. and I just found out I have another label release at the end of next week. Ooh, uh, it's a you big just found out about a label release. Like, on Saturday, I found out. Um, I don't know. I didn't ask if I was allowed to say anything, so I don't necessarily want to say anything. But um, it's on a good friend of mine's EP, and mm-hmm. it's on a label that we all know and love—a newer label. Oh. So I will, I will leave Ooh. it at that. Um, mm-hmm. But I have to investigate. Well, by the time that this drops, it'll probably <laughs> be out by then, and your merch will already be out. It will. It will. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but dropping new merch, I have that collab or a collab coming out next week. So that'll be the last release for the year. Um, I am going to be playing, um, a hijinks after party in Philly Ooh. at, um, the Av, which is, yeah. uh, unlock presents their, uh, venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Josh is, is killing it. Oh my God. Yeah. I always they watch his stories are... and like, that's. Josh yeah. is really Josh is he's a jack of all trades right now. Um, so they have the Av, him. And he's got and like his, the Ivy. Or... He's the Ivy Lounge. So yeah. him and his girlfriend Ooh. run that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it, but he's opening up another venue. That's, I did see that. It's yeah. not going to be what we do, but just I think more of a upscale like club type bottle service club. Cool place. So yeah. They are absolutely killing it. Um, they, so I think we had, we were about to say this earlier, but so they're Philly. Um, okay. They, I've known them all for a long time and they all used to have their own promotion companies. And then Eric and Josh combined to be one. 
And they used to do shows at this place called District 9 in Philly that's closed down now. Uh, I actually played the last show there with Subdocta and Riot 10. That was at like 2017 mm-hmm. or something. But um, then, and Dimitri was Catharsis Collective, which he used to throw his shows in the Ave, but it was called Soundgarden Hall. And so when I first came to Philly, I was one of the ravers in the back going crazy <laughs> um you know and it's it's just this like really how do i put it like the venue is really unique uh it's almost like this just big dark rave dungeon um in a sense that <laughs> might not be cave. the best way to put it <laughs> i had a rave cave in college <laughs> oh like you uh, so that's where that's what? where it all that's where, like where it all started i started djing house parties at temple <laughs> and the one house I lived in, it had this like cement basement that had like 10 foot ceilings. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Basically, I don't even think it needed to be there. It was like a heater or something in there. But we built this like DJ booth bar and you could cram like 100 people in there. Whoa, and we would DJ, DJ every Friday. So that's like where it kind of all started. And I kind of started making music like a year later um, after that. But the Ave, formerly Soundgarden, it's just got these really big pillars that line yeah. the venue. And every, you, can, you can get about like three, four people standing on them. I see people standing on it. Yeah. like And I've actually raging. seen, <laughs> I've seen a really cool use of Pashmina. Uh, I don't think anyone's tried to do this before. Maybe at like a, with a tree or something in a festival, but people like wrap it around and like hold themselves on it. So they can kind of like do whatever, but what? No way! <laughs> right? Wouldn't it rip? Yeah. I'd well, I guess that, that depends on the quality of the pashmina that you're yeah. buying. Which so artist has if the it's best a holy baton, then that probably won't rip. Right. So tip: if you're making a pashmina, you better make it Italian. Good quality. In it. Exactly. The highest quality it can be. Um, but Philly is just amazing. The scene is thriving there. Unlocked is definitely um, running the scene there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like promoters like Steez Promo, if you're familiar. Totally. They, mm-hmm. They're they also oh, yes. do similar <laughs> shows, but Unlocked is you're like, well, I don't know if I would, I, I, I like, I think of Unlocked as like independent or like mm-hmm. their own thing where I kind yeah. of look at Steez as a little more of like, Regional. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if they're like a corporation or, you know, but I don't, I don't know, know anything the about of that. <laughs> um, they're definitely like the DMV, like Maryland, DC, like all of those places, Baltimore, um, the Virginia, like all of those markets and definitely some other places too, but that's kind of their mm-hmm. scene. But if Unlocked wasn't doing this, I, there really wouldn't, I mean, maybe someone else would take their place, but they have all mm-hmm. just built their own followings and built their own scene and have brought it all together. And then mm-hmm. let alone, they all just like, Dimitri was like one of Subtronic's first managers. He used to oh, wow. manage uh, Bandles. He used to manage Computa. Um, wow. Like it's, Josh has managed a few people and like, he's just with me now. But so it's just like, they all have a lot of ties in the industry, which has helped me um, Mm -hmm. progress with different opportunities on the back end and just, you know, things where I wouldn't have that connection. So, um, you know, while I don't necessarily have an agent or anything yet, I think, you know, I'm in a really good spot and feel really good with Josh. And then, you know, Dimitri and Eric 
help out where they can and 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 when they can which is you know just so appreciated by me because it's they don't have to do those but they believe in yeah. the project so um so yeah shout out unlocked presents yeah. um they're amazing and running the philly scene and they've allowed me to build myself up in philly and get the direct support slots i need and to really just show my stuff mm-hmm. and build in a city which it was like I don't think I could have done what I've got to where I've gotten so far in this timeline if I would have stayed in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene is definitely here. There is one. It's a little smaller. Um, Ivan from Rush Promo is definitely bringing things back right now. Uh, so I just want to shout out him. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah definitely Rush a smaller Promo. scene. And it there's just not as much opportunity here where philly there's all kinds of levels of there's like three or four promoters and what we do from they're doing like 50 to 100 person shows to like the av is like 1500 or like 1800 at, at different points um so yeah philly there's was <laughs> there's a lot going Damn. on so that's another thing of like you know i don't know if i need to move to la or denver D- Denver's kind of more my thought versus mm-hmm. la at this point if i did something but all my friends are in Philly now or, or have been and all my family's in Pittsburgh. And so it's about like a five and a half hour drive that wow, I'm like, that's I'm, far though. That's yeah. So but cute. I'm so used to it now. Okay. Like I'm, it's kind of just like everyone says that. And I'm like, well, it's okay. five and a half hours. We get to Utah. If we started driving five and a half hours, literally there you drive go. all the way across to um, Utah within like four hours, four and a half <laughs> Oh yeah. So that's and anything like under five now, I'm like, oh, that's cake. Like oh my whatever, gosh, you yeah. <laughs> you can get to Your Telluride in five and a half hours. Telluride is like the most beautiful part of Colorado, literally. It's like the yeah, Switzerland never, of Colorado. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm familiar. I've I've never been there, but uh so I'm a I'm a snowboarder. I'm a okay. I was a skater, snowboarder my whole life. Um definitely kind of fell off skating in college when music started taking over. Uh, but I did get to skate love park a bunch before it was torn down in philly i have a couple clips there from back in the day i couldn't tell you where the clips are but they exist <laughs> it happened. but definitely a skater kid um and i don't really snowboard as much anymore but uh i'm definitely gonna get out there this season it's yeah. expensive it's like a no hundred dollars the mountain here in pittsburgh is like a hundred dollars for a day pass if you oh my don't have God. Like a it's season like two hundred dollars in colorado it's like two hundred dollars for one day literally so our mountain here it's called seven springs it just got re- bought by epic so it's in the epic pass and my oh shit. my best friend here was like you should buy it and i was like i know i should but i don't have money <laughs> yeah so i'll go a couple yeah. times this year and that, that'll be good for me if you have gear, it's different. Like I don't even have yeah. gear. I know how to ski, but that I don't makes have it gear. a lot tougher. So I I oh. have had all my gear since. So I did a year of community college in Pittsburgh, and so that whole year, I had a season pass, and I would go to the mountain three times a week. I would work in a restaurant four times a week, and I would go to community college like three to four times a week. And some of those were like night classes, but the one was like a night class, and I would ski in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I was like. I was booked. You're on it, on that routine. It was nice. That's kind of like what we were talking about at the beginning. I'm trying to like, it's tough when you have a little more time to mm-hmm. like stay disciplined. Where I'm like, you got to do stuff. You yeah. know, you don't, yeah. you know, this is like not, you don't really ever get a time like this where, you know, 
you don't have to worry about the bills for a little bit and you can focus on what you want and you know so it can be tough totally yeah Yeah. i'm kind of on the same boat as you actually because unfortunately i experienced a layoff so i got laid off from my the job i'm sorry to hear that the startup it's fine i mean it was obviously really tough at first when it happened and i was i felt like heartbroken because uh, I had been with them for two years and it's a startup. So it's a very small com- company and we're all yeah. very close. So yeah. it felt really, really tough at first. And, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to moan about it. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just going to get my ass in gear, build up Dubstep yep. FBI, mm-hmm. work in Welcome Records and like yep. work on our consulting firms and like find ways to build myself up as well in terms of like personal development. So I started exercising a lot more so yep. like making that a habit making a habit to get out of bed but at least by eight no later than eight <laughs> so but there's it. been some days where I'm like you know what when am I ever when am I ever gonna sleep in so you know I had some days where I've slept in pretty pretty late you know and enjoyed my evenings and yeah so but yeah this no, might like, be right. like what you needed though <laughs> yeah I think exactly to, like because I was working guys <laughs> yeah it is I think it might be I was working for two years at a startup marketing agency in Philly and it was like I'm wearing the hats of like three people i'm you know mm-hmm. just doing so much and i was there for two years while doing all of this and i i got burnt out and i left with like no plan and i ended up being able to do freelancing which was nice but it ultimately was a huge push forward for me and my project and i'm just like okay yeah i can do the marketing stuff i i, I enjoy it but like this is this is my passion i'm here and i'm trying to make this happen with every fiber of my being. So, and it's tough. Like I I love the people I worked with. It was an amazing experience. I wouldn't trade for the world, but just like what you guys, you have your own things going on. And those as a business owner, those take a lot of time invested Mm -hmm. to make it happen. And it's, and you never know when it's going to happen. But I think those times where like, you ultimately take that leap or hat, or it just happens. Like, you know, you got let go or, or whatever happened. It, it pushes you into this next phase of like, okay, I have my own businesses. I'm going to do this. So you got this. Don't you Thank know? You. Yeah. And, and it sounds it's- like you're on your routine. So it's like, I'd say just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just made me think like, I feel like when I talk to a lot of younger artists right now, I don't know, like I've been doing this for almost 10 years like music in general. I've been brain rack for like seven years now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think a lot of people understand the time it takes to like, some people are going to blow up in two years or three years or whatever there's, you always see it happen. I see someone coming out of Philly almost every year, whether it's our scene rap or something or whatever, everyone has a different timeline, but usually, usually things takes like 10 years, something like that to build a business. So it's, you know, of the grinding. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's, and I think a lot of people don't, everyone has it in them, but I think people don't realize it and like, aren't ready. And like, I don't know. So this is kind of like my reflection where I try to like, I, I teach some, like some kids like lessons on zoom Mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So I try to kind of instill some of this stuff and just kind of like be there for them past producing and noises. It's like, Hey, this is what I've been through. And like, you know, like they're, they'll say what they've been through or like, Hey, I was at the show and I talked to this artist and I kind of had a, like, like we were talking before, like some interactions with those artists aren't good. And so that was, I was talking to my one student last week about it. And I was like, 
you know, I was like the same thing I said. I said, maybe had a bad day, long flight, whatever it was. So, you know, it can be tough. Gotta let it roll off. Gotta let it roll off. But you're where you need to be. I believe it. I think we all. Exactly. Everything happens for a reason. And so I was like, you know what? This is what was meant to happen. And that's Mm -hmm. totally okay. You know, (laughs) it was, it was very tough at first. Cause you know, I woke up and I was like, like I was dreaming about the Slack notifications and about like, oh my God, and then I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's so weird that I don't have Slack anymore. Cause I would normally wake up to like 10 <laughs> oh. Slack oh, yeah. messages or like, <laughs> like it was I was just, on there too. Every yeah. morning, even if I didn't get any messages, Slack would always send me like three notifications being like, here are your Salesforce tasks, here are your demos for today. Like it would send me like all yep. my tasks and all my to-dos for that day. <laughs> so i was like literally like dreaming about it and then i was like thinking in my head like literally i would like panic i'll be like wait you're like where i'm like oh shit i don't see that's the tough part (laughs) and that's kind of things that was i was feeling at the marketing agency it was like there was not a lot of separation between work and home and they were it was it, it was just what it was as a startup it wasn't like, oh, my boss is terrible or this or that. It was just like we were trying to maintain business and grow. And it was leading right into the pandemic. And we were about to hire a few new people right before the pandemic. And it was like, I remember going to my boss's office and our mayor had a meeting. And the next day we were remote. And then I was working even more <laughs> for the next like two, three months before I left. So, um, but I think those experiences, like I, I, I'm happy that I have, I mean, I'm hoping music works out and I don't have to go Mm -hmm. back to something like that. I would, but that shaped me and I'm happy to have those business backgrounds and the, like the, being those professional settings where I think, I don't know, I'll still see emails from certain people or artists or even people in the industry. I'm like, man, I'm like, you got to like structure email a little better. Like this is, this is not like, (laughs) (laughs) tell me about it. I'm a grammar Nazi. I'm like a huge writer. So I grammarly, grammarly changed my life. (laughs) Yeah, no, my Uh, biggest thing that took me to get used to in the industry was the emails. Cause like, I'm very professional. I'm like, Mm -hmm. hi, name here. I hope you're doing well. This is what I need from you. This is the date. Best regards. And I always like, (laughs) and people are just like, no without a period or anything like they just Dude. like tomorrow no period. especially in welcome records like it's very like it's very laid back and very chill chrissy's always like best regards <laughs> and i'm just always like and like i don't even like capitalize like the first letter sometimes <laughs> i um the thing that really the first thing that like kind of opened my eyes to proper grammar and emailing i applied for this internship uh i think for this company called cid they do a lot of mm-hmm. big festivals like i don't know the, the backs i don't know they do a bunch of stuff like hospitality things like that or you know probably do a bunch of other stuff but my friend worked there and he was like oh here email them and uh, there was like an opening for an internship and i sent the e- an email and they emailed me back and they were like listen like if your email, your initial email to us was just riddled with grammar errors, they, like X, Y, Z, they were like, we can't, they were like, you know, it. W- I was like, oh my God, I'm so, I felt, I was Whoa. like, you know, I was like, how could I ever do that? You know what I mean? But sometimes you have to have something like that happen to be like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to get Grammarly. Yeah. I don't think Grammarly was a thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't think Grammarly was a thing at that point, but that That's stuff hilarious. like that'll make you think like you'll, I'll read my email mm-hmm. five times before I send it. And probably another time yeah. before I send it moving forward. So totally. 
I'm a big, big proper email guy. So I'm yeah. happy you guys are on the same page. So you know what? Gra- Grammarly has done me wrong. Okay. And Chrissy has really out some of those errors literally. Cause she'll be like, Hey, you're wow. supposed to write it this way. And then I was like, Grammarly suggested this way. <laughs> okay, no, so, we're, so, we're, so we're done with Grammarly. Is <laughs> that that's what dirty. we're saying? And like there are, I'm always like this. I like go nuts with the grammar, but and I people... tell her too as well. I'm like, Chrissy, please call me out. Like if something is done incorrectly, and she's like, Well, it's gonna way, help it's you. Way. It's gonna help yeah. you. Mo- you know and what I'm, I mean? And then I'm over here like, what the fuck, Grammarly? <laughs> right? It's supposed know... to be perfect. <laughs> I know this because I'm a journal. I have a journalism degree, and my news writing professor basically made us memorize the entire AP style guide, which is basically a dictionary on how to write in a certain style with like commas and like capitalization and all of that. Yeah. But like my biggest pet peeve lately is when people are, so when you're talking about someone, when you're like, um, like people use the word that instead of who interchangeably and you can't do that. When you're referencing a human, you have to say who, not that. Like use who when you're describing people, not that. (laughs) I'm going to remember that and I won't make that mistake. It's a big mistake. But you have to be perfect. You can't make mistakes (laughs) with your background. I can't education. I literally can't. Not well, I also my brain won't let it won't actually let me make a mistake. I literally won't. (laughs) I mean, damn. (laughs) Yeah, there no one yeah. In this industry. Oh man. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Get your emails right, people. Yeah. Especially if you're emailing Chrissy. Get your emails right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Let let it be known. I will judge you silently. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that's too funny oh well uh we got a couple of submitted questions here that Let's i'm actually curious it. about so Vettel's dubs he's asking what's your favorite moment of 2022 wow um that's tough so i guess i'll just keep it music um <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if this is corny, but I got to meet Excision finally. Love I don't that. know. Like it was oh, like sure. maybe Lost there's wins? been some other moments, but like off the top of my head, like um I was so nervous. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh Mary um of Subsidia, mm-hmm. she coordinated a big label meetup. Were, were you guys over yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so well, we, we, we were with some friends and we heard about yeah. it happening because it was happening yeah. during our meetup, right, Chrissy? Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, like, they announced course. it the morning of, they were like, meet up That's for all... everyone in Subsidia, same time as those of FBI. You're like, great. Yeah. That's we a hard like... thing with the meetups there. You got to kind of watch what everyone's doing mm-hmm. to make sure, you know, I don't know. It, it's tough. Um, but that was just so cool for me. I mean, like I said, like I'd always listen to his music. Like I know a lot of people have but it was just mm-hmm. the the evolution from listening to him in from 2011 on and just like seeing his growth to then i truly believe this is like a, a pivotal point of my career with the subsidious stuff mm-hmm. and lost lands and all the releases um it's has just been massive for me and i you know i i would still be here but I don't think there'd be as much noise or hype. And so, you know, while I said there's, there's might be some other moments in 2022 that were great. That's definitely one that stands out. Um, so I like walked up to him 
And I was like, cause, cause the first Lost Lands, he, he was right near me. He was, it was like 3 PM on Sunday. I'm like, this is the perfect time. He was mm-hmm. with, um, well, they're not, are they married? Is, is that his girlfriend? Or I think it's Emma? his wife, right? Emma? Oh yeah. yeah. I don't think they're um, married. I don't even so think they, they were together and there was a few other people and I was with my manager. I was like my whole team. And I was like, okay, I was like, he's right there. I was like, I'm going to go say something. And my manager, Josh was like, he's like, no, he's like with his family, like just kind of, you know, maybe wait. And I was like, oh, and then I saw someone else I know walked over at the exact same time and had this whole moment. And I'm like, that was my moment. Like I could that could have been me. <laughs> so this time, and it was whatever. So this time, it's it's just like if you're if it's supposed to happen, it's gonna happen. That's kind of yeah. like my thing. But this time, I was like, I'm here. We're all the whole label is here. Like I'm saying, what's up? So he had played one of my new songs on main stage the night oh, before, shit. and that I hadn't heard him play anything in person ever, and I was like shaking. My legs are like all wobbly. Like- I'm like. I'm like singing it and like filming like, it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. So I was like, I was like, yo, Jeff. I was like, it's Alex Brainrack. He's like, yo, what's up? I was like, thanks for playing my song. I was like, thanks for everything. And uh, I was like, it means the world. And I was like, oh, I was like, thanks for playing my song last night. And he was like, oh yeah, it's super dope. And, I, and it was like, that was it. And we just like took a picture. Um, I, I was so nervous. And everyone has told me like, like, they're super just he's super chill like he's super mm-hmm. like you don't need to be extra with him and he gets it you know he knows yeah I th- he knows what he's doing for us and and all the artists and just everyone involved so uh but that you know it was a huge moment so yeah um That's definitely awesome. one of my my best moments of 2022 that is oh. so funny being nervous to meet excision but like in real life he like wears a little flat brim hat and he has oh, he's like, so chill shorts and like his <laughs> tall socks and he's like he's so chill <laughs> he's like the rave he, dad. he walked yeah. into the because mary had us all go in a circle and like say our artist name and our real name and then he jeff showed up after and everyone was like real quiet for a second he he just goes he's like hi my name's jeff <laughs> and everyone started like laughing we're like, They're like oh my we God. know we know i also when we took that photo sullivan king was in it and i don't know him he uh-huh. doesn't know me i don't know maybe he's heard some of my music i have no idea but it was like the countdown to the photo or something. And I did a scream, like not, not like even <laughs> thinking about him, but mm-hmm. I was like, let's go <laughs> something, something like that. And he turns around. He's like, Hey, that's my job. <laughs> and oh, he like, he, no, he smiled at me. He was definitely like kidding. But I was like, uh-huh. I was like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> you're like, shit. I'm sorry. You, you, you can have the screaming, mm-hmm. you know, you take it. <laughs> yeah. It's yours, dude. You claimed it a while ago. I have been doing some screamo vocals though. So you may see that in the future. Cool. Actually, uh, someone that you might know, Josh Unlocked, he's actually curious, why do you scream? (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of an impulse, (laughs) I would say. Um, I've always been extremely loud. Uh, I think I was a bit misunderstood in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all? <laughs> one of the first renditions of me just screaming and being loud like this, I, at the lunch table in high school, I mean, maybe this is once a week or a couple times a month, I would slam my hands on the table and do 
like the SpongeBob chocolate thing, like the scream, and I was going <laughs> just like so loud, like it's you know maybe that a few some people are laughing, but everyone just goes silent, and so like. Yeah, you know, I got in trouble for being loud here and there in high school. So <laughs> while I think I was a bit misunderstood then, I think it's kind of playing to my favor now. It's but your favor, um, yeah. <laughs> I also feel now like it's definitely like impulse and it's just kind of like part of me now, but I have to try sometimes. Like I'm not trying, but I feel like I also am like, okay, I'm kind of expected to be a little loud or crazy. Mm-hmm. So you know, just want to, I want to be honest with everyone. I don't always feel like it. Um, so just funny. I've never met Cleopatra, but we just, I just, we followed each other yeah. on uh, Twitter mm-hmm. and she said something today about like a baby crying on a plane or screaming on a plane or some, something like that. And I was like, I was like, Oh, wait till you're like with me or something. And she was like, Oh, I don't. Cause we never met. She's like, Oh, I couldn't picture you screaming. And I was like, Oh, sis. You don't know me, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Will there I be screams? Heard, I never heard you scream phone? in Denver. Uh, you you didn't hear me scream? Or I you did? I did. No. Did you, Chrissy? I didn't hear you scream in Denver. So you were sometimes- loud, You were loud, but you didn't scream. I don't know if I was on the mic as much because it was like a smaller show. And, and I do try to do everything I do from the energy to the, just the, the prep, the whole stage, just everything I do it. It's like, I try to keep instilled, like you're going to play the same way you play for 10 people mm-hmm. as you do for thousands. And it's, I've, I've done it. And I've had the feedback from people that are like, Oh my God, you were like, it was only 20 of us, but you were so crazy. It was amazing. So it's like, I definitely kind of accept that's like part of it now for me. And yeah, you know, um, so yeah, Denver, you know, we might, I might've been smoking a little too much weed. Maybe that was a little oh, part of I it. I mean, you were with Blazy Susan, Mr. Shout Blazy out. Susan. Blazy Susan, the wonderful Mr. people over there, Mr. Ryan Afterthought. And so that's been cool in Pittsburgh now because I hang out with Ryan all the time. I go to his studio. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got like, well, we have one, we got a bunch of collabs. We have like three right now. Um, one is supposed to be on a label next year there's no confirmation so i don't i can't say anything about it but i'm keep your fingers mm. crossed for me i've never heard that everything's got that's, that, that's gotta be like my arms cross <laughs> her up so at that, at, that, <laughs> at that denver show this has never happened well i've kind of hurt myself playing before but all of a sudden in the middle of my set I felt my neck pop or something. Ooh. And for the rest of the show that night and for like a week, Ooh. I had to like physically hold my head up. Like, I don't think I made it apparent while I was playing, but after the show, I was like, they wanted to go out somewhere. I was like, I got to go to the hotel. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, my head is like, I got to keep it up. So I'm okay. I'm okay now. I'm okay Mm -hmm. now, but I have to watch myself. I go crazy up there. (laughs) You fucked up and didn't wear a neck brace. Yeah. What the hell? Maybe I'll have to. We need subsidia branded neck braces. How how haven't they done that yet? (laughs) 
dude. I think I made a meme once where I like photoshopped the FBI logo on a neck brace or something. I need to resurface that. Oh yeah. This has they okay. I but I'd be shocked if it hasn't even come up as like a joke with the subsidia team. I hope I hope they've discussed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're talking about way bigger things like maybe colonies colonizing a planet or something. You know what? I would love <laughs> to go to Subsidia someday. I want to go too. It yeah, looks so cool. <laughs> no, we'll it's take like... the we'll take the FBI jet. Mm -hmm. Yo, yeah. yeah, sign me up. You got a seat on there, dude. Oh. Mm -hmm. Thank you for arresting me and detaining me. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not detained forever. I, I got to make music at some point. You're, yeah, your seat on the FBI jet is actually the toilet seat. So. Oh, well, you know what? I think you know? there's plenty of people that would be happy to be there. So I'll take it. Perfect. We'll reserve it for you. Let's just not make it like so publicly known that the toilet seat is mine. Right. <laughs> I mean. But this do with is it what you out, will. So. We're people writing an article. That, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> if people are still listening right now, then uh, they're they're bound to to know. They're, they're bound um, to know. Well, you know, it's okay. I don't I don't know if that's gonna. <laughs> that's probably not gonna like ruin my career. It you know, so. it won't ruin your reputation. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll make sure it doesn't. That the at least you're gonna be on in the jet. Okay. In that's what jet. I mean. Yeah, There's the a, a ton of people who are like, oh, I wish I was on there, and I'm just in the bathroom. I'm like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's it's go. like our entire street team. Of I got the Wi-Fi. <laughs> like taking a selfie from the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> FBI air. That's what we're calling it. Oh, love it. Love That's it. Funny. Well, we have um just five more questions and they're in the lightning round. So you got to answer. Let's them do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to start this one off. Mac or PC? Mac. Good choice. Good answer. <laughs> Ableton or FL? Ableton. But I don't okay. discriminate. Like it's, uh, you know, they're all the same. They're not all yeah. the same, but you can do you can do the same things. I'll Fair. leave it there. <laughs> um, Base Canyon or Lost Lands? I've only been to Lost Lands. Lost Lands, and they just do it's so right. I've been to so many festivals over the years, and it's just done mm -hmm. very properly. Yeah, Lost Lands this year was so much fun. Amazing. Like, yeah, the everything was just incredible. I love how they did the <laughs> raptor uh, stage too. Yes, me mm -hmm. too. I loved how they blew out the bit like the the woods and stuff and and. So cool. Uh, I feel mm -hmm. like they're gonna keep hopefully doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm sure they got something in store. That that and neck bra neck braces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so excision, if you're listening, we need neck braces. The people want them. Listen to us. <laughs> Who are your producer best friends? Here we go. Shizlo, Afterthought, Focus, Computa. Um, crap. Um, I don't want to forget. Those are like my main. Oh, God. Someone's going to be mad at me. Um, oh, I'll say Mursa, like M-U-R-S-A. Um, Isaac. Hmm. Um, I'm going to give you like one or two more. Who is it? I don't know. Someone's going to hurt me though, but I think that was pretty good. That was mm -hmm. like, that's, oh, Redline District. Okay, Redline yeah. District. Oh yeah, yeah, Redline District. There it is. Okay. Well, that leads perfectly into our last question, which is fuck, marry, kill. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> low, afterthought, or focus? 
I'm going to marry Shizlow. Because <laughs> I think he's just, he's got his shit together. He's, he's husband material. He's yeah. Very, mm -hmm. He's husband material. Exactly. <sighs> this is tough. It, now it's, it's fuck and kill, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gotta do the thing with someone. No. Um, <laughs> Someone's I am gonna going get hurt. to. Oh, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Ryan, I thought I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> oh, word. And wow. Tyler, I don't really have any reasons for this. I'm, I'm like getting, <laughs> I'm getting nervous here. Tyler, you're dead, but I love you. It's... Big bummer. R.I.P. <laughs> Game over. But I love you all. I, it's a hard game. I don't know. It is. We actually, Yessie wrote those down before we even knew who your best friends were. Wow. Literally, and you wrote so them that was in, pretty the exact, good. in the exact. I did do it in the same order. And I, I have them written down over here too in that order. That, I'm like. That's why Chrissy and I were laughing so much after you said Shizlo, Afterthought, and Focus. Because I literally wrote them down in that exact same order. And you named oh, that as your producer best my friend. God. It, was meant, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. I was yep. like, um, I was like, yep, I got the right one. I'm sorry, Tyler. I don't want to, I don't really want to kill you, but I had to say something. And mm -hmm. you, you can't know. exempt them from the answer. <laughs> Can't after that you better i kind of knew that was coming and I, I forgot about it yeah we always get everyone with that one it's usually the last <laughs> question oh <laughs> my god you know mm -hmm. it's what we yeah. you got to especially you gotta. if you're under investigation by the fbi so yeah i hope i hope i didn't snitch too much oh, we're we're <laughs> leaking everything you're gonna get canceled <laughs> no <laughs> yeah Not adm twitter is gonna come after you <laughs> okay i'm gonna just gonna take some deep breaths <laughs> i have a few weeks yet, so i have a few weeks <laughs> yeah get your shit together <laughs> well before oh, we man. let you go do you have any final words or thoughts um, you'd like to say so i'm making brain rack basketball jerseys those oh, will be wow. out next year, probably like February. Oh, um, ton of music. Uh, I have collabs going on with other clubs going on with Veros, um, Alley Cat, mm -hmm. um, who like I did Eyes Closed with, um, Vale. We have a really Ooh. dope collab and we're working on a VIP for it right now. Um, Eater, I have yeah. a collab with and I'm so stoked on it. He is I have been so stoked on his music for so long. He is such a talented producer and everyone plays his music. So he lives in Italy. So I know it's like he's trying to get over here and break into the U.S. market, but really stoked about that. Um, I'm going to be dropping some remixes next year, uh, starting with a remix I did for Rekno uh, in December. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to play a ton of shows and release a bunch of music and keep going. Yeah. Good stuff, dude. You've come so far. Thank you. And I appreciate you guys so much. Just, it's been so nice to get to meet you guys. Really appreciate the coverage you've given me, bringing me on the podcast. It seriously means the world. Totally. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. So glad that we finally got to have you on. 
Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. much. Shout out to your manager for making that one happen. <thank you josh and shout out unlocked yep. appreciate everything you guys yep. do for me